There are a lot of entrepreneurs that hire the wrong person and it all starts with your job ad. Are you attracting the right candidates? Do you know what you're looking for and are you communicating that through your ad? Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the show Built with VAs. I'm your host Valentina Brega and today I will share with you the strategies, the tactics that we use at Hire Train VA to find the best virtual assistants and connect them with local businesses here in the United States. I will show you what we put in our job ad to make the right candidate stop scrolling. Let's go. So before we write the ad, we have to get into the right mindset. And there's one thing that we have to get right all the time. And that is we want the best candidates for ourselves, but so does everyone else. We are not finding candidates, they are finding us. And this is very important because here's the truth. The truth is the top candidates, they have options. They have the luxury of choosing whoever they want to work with. So why would they choose to work with you? What do you have to offer? How can you find the top talent and how can the top talent find you? And it all starts with a job ad and that's exactly what we're going to cover now. But the first mindset, the first thing that you want to do is understand that you are fighting for them. They're not fighting for you, right? So because best, the best candidates out there, they have options. Okay, so let's start with how you attract them. How do you make the right candidates identify themselves or see themselves in your job ad and be like, that's the right company that I want to work for? It all starts with the title. If you watch this video, you, you see I have a little presentation. If you're listening to this, I will explain what, you, what people see here on the slide so it's more clear. But here's a picture of a nail. And of course, the title is you got to nail your catcher title. You have to nail your catcher title. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm going to show you here an example. You see here, urgent hire column, cold call it needed, work from home. This is what we did here. We put urgent hire, all caps, and then cold call it needed, work from home. Home is also all caps. What I want to do in our title is I want to emphasize a couple of words that I think are important for my right avatar. What do people want? I need somebody, if I say urgent hire in all caps, I want to attract people that will not take forever to make a decision because they know we want an urgent hire. I want people who are looking for a job and they're ready to start tomorrow or this week or whenever you want. So they know that if they don't say yes to our company, this job opportunity will go to someone else. So we put urgent hire, cold call needed, work from home. We also put the perks, the benefits here in the title as well, because what do you have to offer that's different from other any other companies? If I just put a job ad that says, I need a cold caller, it doesn't stand out. But if I say, I need a cold caller, you work from home and it's urgent hire, or you have great bonuses or whatever perks, whatever benefits you have, this is gonna attract me more because if this is the position I'm looking for, I wanna work from home, I wanna start soon and I wanna get good bonuses. So here's a couple more examples. We have, is that you? Question mark. Hungry salesperson needed in the fastest growing industry in the US. Huge bonus potential. Is that you? Again, you all capital. Why am I saying this? Why am I starting with the question? Is because this is a pattern interruption. When everyone says cold call needed, salesperson needed, social media expert needed, you know, looking to hire such and such. When you start with a question, it's, they're taken aback a little bit. Like, oh, is that me? What, what is me? Maybe it is me. What, what is it that I'm looking at? And then you say, hungry salesperson. I didn't capitalize hungry here, but I think I would. If I look back, I'd be like, hungry salesperson needed in the fastest growing industry in the US. You can actually specify the industry if you want to just be more in the real 
real estate industry, in the car industry, whatever it is, in the fastest growing industry in the US, huge bonus potential. I would capitalize huge bonus potential as well, just to make sure it catches the eye of the candidate. Now, what am I doing here? Starting with a question again, pattern interruption. I put here a hungry salesperson. You're not just a salesperson. I want you to be hungry. If you're not hungry, if you're just relying on the hourly rate or and you feel comfortable just getting the hourly rate, this position is not for you. I want you to be hungry. I want you to be money motivated. I would probably put money motivated in the job ad as well. It's not here, but I would put money motivated, hungry salesperson needed. Because again, I want to attract my perfect avatar. I'm picturing the person that I, that I want in my head and I want to describe that person as accurately as I can. When I put fastest growing industry, it shows that there's a lot of room for growth. There's a lot of room for promotion. So that's good. And huge bonus potential. Again, it kind of goes hand in hand with hungry. We want you to have bonuses, uncapped bonuses. I would put that as well. You can make as much money as you want and so and so on. So it's very important to put that right in the title. Here's another example. Inside sales agent, family owned business, great work-life balance. Now you see how this one has a different feel than the hungry salesperson. The hungry salesperson is like more aggressive. Hungry salesperson, huge bonus potential, money motivated. Now in contrast, when I'm looking for an inside sales agent, I say this is a family-owned business. You have great work-life balance. What kind of person do you think I'm attracting here? I'm attracting a person that's more empathetic. I'm attracting a person that's warmer. I'm attracting a person that is that maybe has a family that understands work is important but also life is important I understand I, I want a person that will connect with my prospects through this warmth so it's a different approach I in general if you ask me about sales I think you always have to be a warm personality even though you want bonuses and even though you're a hungry salesperson but it's, it's just to show you the difference here in how you were the title and what kind of person you will attract do you want to attract this hunger salesperson that's go, 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 that put, puts pressure? Typically, I don't like this approach, but if that's what you're looking for, then this is what you're going to get by putting that title. If you're looking for a more warm personality, for someone who likes work-life balance, this is the, a better title. It also, on the VA side, they think, okay, this is not a big company. It's not a big corporation. It's a more intimate relationship. I get to work with this, with this family. I get to know them personally. We get to grow as a unit. I'm not just 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 an employee I'm, I'm i'm an integral part of this company so it's a completely different feeling here's another example excellent video editor wanted great pay and benefits again pretty standard i would maybe capitalize excellent or video editor or great pay and benefits capitalize what is important to you i want an excellent video editor i can get any video editors, but I want someone excellent. I would probably put here excellent video editor or video editor with excellent aesthetics. Aesthetic is so important. So you can always tweak it. You can also modify it. Again, keep in mind that the right person have its perfect avatar in your mind. What, what does this person look like? What can they do? What do they want? What motivates them? And put that in the title. Cool stuff, right? Okay, now let's move on. So this is the title. Let's say I'm applying for a job. I got this, I saw your title. I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. This sounds like something I would be happy in. Let's go and read the whole description. Let's see what they want. So in the description, of course, you're gonna put responsibilities. You're gonna describe the job, all of that. Another thing here is keep in mind who you're talking to. If you want a person that has a great sense of urgency, the person that moves fast, you don't want to put a huge list of everything they will do. You're gonna talk in bullet points, you're gonna keep it short, snappy to the point. If you need somebody 
that is very detail-oriented, that needs a lot of hand-holding, or then, then you're going to put in more detail so you don't go back and forth. If, you, if you're looking for someone whose job is so descriptive or so uh, just needs a lot more details, you will put that there in the, in the job ad. But if you need somebody that moves fast, gets it, uh, resourceful, this should be reflected in the job ad itself. But no matter what type of job you're going to write, here's one thing that we always include in all of our job ads. Now remember, we hire virtual assistants for companies here in the US for different roles. We hire cold callers, we hire inside sales, we hire social media, we hire bookkeepers, we hire, you know, um, admin assistants, executive assistants. Now all of this is different personalities, different roles, and obviously our job ads will look different for every role. But no matter what they are, we always, always, always include this in our ad, and that is our core values. We always put our core values. Why? Because a skill set can be trained, but the right personality, no, you can't. You want to have the right person. So we always include our core values in the ad because we want to attract the people that resonate with our values. And we even say this. We say, if you don't see yourself in this description, you will not be a good fit for us. Do not apply. Do not apply if you don't see yourself in this description. So just to give you an example, this is these are our core values as a company. They spell VIBE, V-I-B-E. V stands for value. Everything we do, we bring value. I is integrity. Everything we do, we do it right, even when no one is watching. We do the right thing all the time. B is betterment. We work on ourselves personally, professionally. We are not happy with mediocrity. We're not happy with the status quo. We want more. We want to work on our skills. And then E is excellence. Everything we do has to be excellent. And everyone on my team is aware of these core values. And when we look for virtual assistants, we also include the core values there too. Because we want people that bring value, people that have integrity, people that work on themselves, and people that do everything excellent. Now with E, our core value, E being excellence, we're actually debating which one. We have two here words that start with E that are so, so important to us. It's excellence and the other one is extreme ownership. Before we point fingers at anyone, we look at ourselves. We take ownership of our success. We take ownership of our failures. And we want the VAs or the people that we employ to do the same thing. So always include your core values and put it there. If you don't see yourself in this description, you will not be a good fit, do not apply. Now, this also gives us the perfect opportunity when we interview someone to say, you saw our core values. What about them attracted you the most? Or what is it? Or what are your values? What is important to you? Firstly, it's so ingrained in you that no one else can take it from you. What is something that defines you? So this is a great conversation topic when you invite someone at the interview. If they have no idea what, they're talk what you're talking about, clearly this is not a good fit. So don't waste your time at the interview. So this is a, another important thing that we do here. Now let's move on to the next thing. The next thing that you want to do in the ad is to set expectations and be very specific. And we'll talk about the be very specific part. So how do you set the expectation? Be very transparent in your ad about the salary, the benefits, working hours. There's nothing more frustrating than having a candidate jump through hoops, applying, you know, getting their hopes high and only to find out that the salary you're providing is not even enough to cover their basic needs. 
There's nothing more frustrating. You wasted time, they wasted their time. This is going nowhere. This is not a healthy relationship. The same thing with work schedule. If you only reveal the work schedule at the interview and don't put it there, this could be a huge deal breaker. What if they're a student? What if they are only available a couple of hours a day? So if this is not a fit, you're gonna waste time by reading another application or having another application in your inbox. They're gonna waste time. This is not a good look on your company. So set the expectations, be very specific. This is saving you a lot of time, but it's also very respectful to the virtual assistant or to the employee. And if you don't have a specific salary, you can include the range based on their expertise. It doesn't have to be something fixed. It can be something, the salary is between this and this, depending on your role, depending on the expertise, depending on what you bring to the table. And as a business owner, I'm sure you wouldn't mind paying more money or being at the higher end of the spectrum, as long as that person can really, really bring you results and triple or quadruple the investment that you, the return on investment, right? So as a business owner, you would rather pay someone at the higher end of the spectrum, getting more money in return rather than paying someone at the lower end of the spectrum and not getting any return back. It just doesn't make any business sense. So put a range there and have this conversation with the VAs and set the expectations and let them know exactly how you feel about that and what they can do for you. So the next thing that I mentioned is be very specific. And this is what I'm talking about. I say here, do not use vague language. Something like I'm looking for content writer. What does that mean? Okay, I'm going to write content. Is that for social media? Is that for your YouTube? Is that for blog? What is that for? When you put, I need a content writer, you have an image in your head and that image will not translate the same to your prospect, to your employee, to your virtual assistant. So you have to be very specific. Instead, say something like that. I need someone with great English and accurate spelling to write captivating posts for my blog. Now imagine you put this expectation in the job ad and then somebody applies and they have bad spelling or they, they make English mistakes, they make mistakes in English. You know, you wouldn't even consider that person. So they're automatically disqualified. And yes, we have received hundreds of applications like that when people use abbreviations or they use slang or it's just, or they use something that's clearly not what I would like to see in a blog. But here's what, what changed. This is a lesson learned for us. When we learn to be more specific, those kind of applications, we still get them from time to time, but they significantly reduced in the number of applications that we get that wouldn't be a good fit. So looking for content writer, what does that mean? You know, looking for someone with great English and no spelling mistakes that's more accurate. It can be the same for people say, I'm looking for a social media expert. What does that mean? Do you need somebody who analyzes data? Do you need somebody who understands trends? Do you need somebody who will post for you? What is a social media expert? So be very specific. You can say something like, I'm looking for a person to create, to make creative posts on Instagram that will help our audience connect with our product. You have to be creative, you have to understand human psychology, you have to have good aesthetic, you, you, and, you know, and then you become more specific. You describe the perfect person who would be a good fit for you. So let's kind of zoom out here and see what we did so far. We talked about the catchy title, and then we said whenever you write a job ad, you describe what you're looking for, you, you put the requirements and all that. Also include core values and be very specific and set the expectations. Now 
we're getting towards the end of the job ad. We're going to tell people how to apply. And this is very, very important. You probably heard about this technique, but I'm going to share, I'm going to change it a little bit that's worked even better for us. So you probably heard about this technique that you tell the VAs or the employees to be like, to apply, include this in the subject line. It's great. It works. It really works. Trust me, there are still some people who don't follow these instructions and you can easily just eliminate the ones that apply at about just about everything. But there's one more little thing that we add to this. We ask people, we, we assign a little task to that. So we say something like to apply to this job, send an email to this email address with the following subject line. My favorite core value is and then include what your favorite core value is. Now, why are we doing this? Because we received responses like, my favorite core value is orange. My favorite core value is blue. We actually, these are real responses that we received. So what does that tell me? If somebody just copy pasted what I wanted them to do for the subject line, then I would have said, oh, okay, yeah, this person follows directions, that's awesome, that's plus one point in their favor, that's the kind of kid that I need. But then when I give them a task, I say, wait a minute, something's not right here. Maybe their English is not good enough. They don't know what core value is, even though I specifically mentioned that in the job ad, or they're not attentive to details. A lot of VAs, a lot of employees, they know about this requirement. Oh, okay, to apply, most people want, want me to copy paste something in, in the subject line. So they do it, but that's not what, that's not what I'm doing this for. I need them to be attentive to details, follow my instructions and have great English. So out of these three, they only got one point. The other two are no. So I don't want to speak with that candidate. And I'm not even going to open that email when I see my favorite core value is orange. I don't want to open it because there might be a perfect resume. There might be a perfect cover letter, but this could be a lie. I don't want to fall in love with a candidate who has the perfect resume. There's AI tools that can create this perfect resume for you in seconds. That's not what I want. I want a good candidate. So I'm not even going to fall in love with a candidate before I know that they follow my instructions and they have potential to work for my company. So that's one thing we do. Another thing we add, we say to apply, you know, put this in the subject line. Also include an audio recording of about one minute. If people say, what should I include in my audio recording if that's the email I get? I don't want that kind of, I don't even reply. I don't respond to that. Why? Because I need people who are resourceful. I need people who figure it out, who take the risk, who send me something one minute. They can read little red writing hood. I don't care. I want to hear their level of English. I want to hear their accent. I want to hear how, how resourceful they are. I would actually think this is rather clever that they read something and, you know, creative in one way. And I would prefer that over an email uh, saying, what should I put in the audio recording? And yes, you might get those. We have gotten a lot of them. These are candidates who don't understand how valuable, how precious our time is. And by sending us yet another email, they are distracting our attention. And I need somebody who understands what it's like working for a company, who understands my needs, anticipates my needs and works with me, not against me. So we don't consider those candidates if they ask additional questions, figure it out. Everything is figure outable. We want people who are resourceful. So that's another thing we add. Now, let's say you, you're hiring someone who is not going to work for a voice position. You don't care about their accent. Let's say you're hiring a video editor. Obviously, they need to have good English so they understand your instructions, but you don't care if they have an accent. They're not going to speak with your prospects. As long as they're good at what they do, that's perfectly fine. So how do you test that? We also ask people to include their portfolio when they apply to work with us. And what's gonna happen is 
when people apply with their portfolios, a lot of those candidates will be eliminated because of the aesthetics. We actually, when we hired our video editor, we um, placed this job ad a couple of times and we gotten so many, so, so, so many applications. Our inbox was flooded with applications and people have sent us portfolios that were probably about 80% of them, they did not have a good aesthetic. They were very simplistic. They didn't have this sense of beauty, of colors, of music. It just didn't feel right. But then the other ones, 20% that had very good portfolios, we asked them to do a little test for us. I'm not asking the VA to work for free, so don't give them a, t a test that, that will take their whole day or half a day. But I want to see a little sample of that, what they can do for me, for my work. I want to see them in action. And if they are an expert, they wouldn't mind doing this. If I'm an expert at something, I want to showcase what I'm good at. I, I will gladly brag about this and tell you, yeah, yeah, I'll show you what I can do here. I can do it very fast because I'm an expert. That's the kind of person we're looking for. So we gave them a little video and we asked them to edit just just about a few seconds or a minute or whatever. And they can watermark it. We're not going to use it. I don't care about using their work that they did. Uh, I care about what they did, how they worked and how, what tools they implemented and how they see it, the, their vision, you know, their, their uh, creativity. And so out of those people with good portfolios, we have received so many tests back that are not even 10% of what the portfolio was. It was really bad, low quality video editing, even though the portfolio was phenomenal. So here's another thing that you want to include in the job ad. Put the portfolio, ask them to send the portfolio. If you want to give them the test right there, you can do this. Our process at Hire Train VA is once we see the portfolios that we like, that's when we send them a little test. Because if you send it to everyone, you will just get a lot more emails that's going to, um, just going to cause more work for you. But if you would rather not go back and forth twice, you can add this in the job ad. Send me your portfolio and work on this test. And here's what happens. When you give people a little test, the majority of them will not do it. This is when most candidates bail. So if you think about this whole application process as a funnel, when you write the job ad, you will have so many people applying to you, so many people coming in your funnel, you'll be somewhere here. And then as you narrow it down, you put this catch it high, I mean, you put this requirement to write something specific in the subject line, you will reduce the number of people that you're okay with. And then when you reduce it even more, send the voice recording, it'll be even less. Or send us portfolio, it'll be even less. But when you give them a test, you can count on the fingers of one hand how many people will be a good fit for you. So, but it's worth it because you don't go back and forth. Do not interview people that don't have potential to work with you. Another huge lesson learned. You want to protect your time, you want to protect your energy. And as a business owner, as a CEO, as a manager, that is crucial. So these are the things that we add in our job ad. What I got to say at the end is this, that it's very, very, very rewarding to work with, with virtual assistants. I love it. I'm never looking back. I will always be working with virtual assistants. It is rewarding. It's worth it but you might not find the right person on the first go. So you go through all of these hoops, you put this job ad, you go through all these steps, expect your inbox to be flooded with applications. That's normal. And more people just coming in, coming in. That's very normal. And you might not even find the right person. There's nothing wrong with the process. There's nothing wrong with the system. It just means that the person you're looking for hasn't yet seen your ad. They have not logged into the platform this week. So keep going. Try again. Write another ad. Do not compromise the vision that you have in your in your head 
about the perfect person for the role. If you have your perfect avatar, that person exists. There's a lot of talent worldwide. You can look for that person. That person exists. They just haven't seen your ad yet. So just try again. It is a lot of time, but it's worth it. It's a lot of time. If you'd rather not spend so much time, then that's when you can go to a recruiting agency and you can talk to us. We're higher trained VA. We're constantly looking for talent. We have a good system in place. We're always running ads to always get attract, to make sure that the right candidate always sees our ad at any time. So we have a very good system in place. We have great processes. I have a whole team behind me that vets screens. And in fact, we only select one or 2% of the candidates that apply to work with us. So think about this. Out of 100 people that apply, 98, 99 get rejected. So and if you want to work with us, book a call with us. See if we're a great fit. If we are great, if we're not, that's okay. It happens. We might point you to a better direction. But in any case, we'd love to talk to you and see what we can do for you. And tell us about your experience working with virtual assistants as well. I will leave all the links here in the description. In the meantime, I want to thank you for joining me today. And I'll see you again next week with more value. So remember, that's our core values, right? We always bring value in everything we do. So thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Bye.